Spider-Man, Spider-Man, just whatever spider can. Spins a web and decides that to Steve's just like Flash the cut. Here comes a Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, but he's got radioactive blood. Can he swing you from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a swing of light, and right just in time. This is episode 415 for March 2016. Just a heads up about this episode, we recorded it back in January, so you might hear a little bit of dated info. Uh, we've had a lot of breaking news with uh, the costume, etc., and uh, reviews, so I want to get those shows out. And this one's been on the back burner for a little while, so I'm glad we're finally releasing this one. Alright, before we uh, get on with the message board questions, I want to ask for your support. Log on to our front page at SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal, and you can help us pay the bills. I just wrote a check for a few hundred dollars just a couple minutes ago before I record this, so I'd appreciate your help in uh, hosting 400-plus MP3s up on our server. Alright, gang, let's get on with the show. Hey, Crawlspacers, let's uh, tackle your dozens of message board questions. We haven't done this in a while. Let's get to them. Our first one is from uh, T. Gonhan5679. Uh, three posts, so a fairly new poster. JR, this one's the first one's to you, buddy. Hey, hey! I remember you saying before on previous shows about the original plan for Carrion to be Norman Osborn. I just recently came across a column by Tony Isabella where he states that Bill Mantlow's original plan was to have Carrion be revealed to be the Peter Parker clone transformed from being thrown in the furnace combined with his molecular structure breaking down. The Goblin looked to Carrion would have been from Spider-Man tossing the Green Goblin gear in the same furnace, which I guess would have been from the Bart Hamilton story. Marv Wolfen didn't like it, so Matt Lowe was told to change it. Thoughts on this, and would this have made for a better reveal? Well, first of all, that's, um, that is what, boys and girls, why uh, you should read the Credible Hulk, because the Credible Hulk always cites his sources, whereas J.R. usually comes up with something and says, I thought I read this some years ago, but... Uh, so... Yeah, JR uh, just makes shit up. True. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's like, and uh, I thought the Carrion was supposed to be uh, Norman Osborn. I, I thought I thought I read something too, but I this, thought it was uh, supposed to be a Miles Warren clone, wasn't well, it? It was. It was that's what it became. Ultimately. Yeah. No. But but uh, the um, the idea of it being a desiccated Peter Parker clone. Actually, kind of makes more sense. I mean, he, after all, the Carrion when he first appeared did say, "I know Spider-Man better than he knows himself." It's uh, Kane. It's the Kane concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I don't know that it would have been any better, to be honest. I, I, I liked Carrion the way it was. You know, a failed clone of Miles Warren, and then it should have, you know, died that first time instead of becoming a virus and then infecting other people. So, mm-hmm. did we have the Carrion and the Clone Saga, Zach? I don't remember. If I don't remember. Or. Well, no, we didn't have Carrion the character, but I think we had a version of the Carrion virus that the, jack- uh-huh. that the Jackal was going to use to uh, wipe out humanity and replace them all with clones. When was the last time we saw Carrion? Has it been the 70s? No, oh, we no. saw him in no, uh, Maximum Carnage. No, 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 no. It was what? actually in another, it was actually in, I think, in a crossover between the Superior Spider-Man and Scarlet spider I think. Good the Kane, the Kane that, that version. recent? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought, at least I thought so. 
or maybe I'm or maybe I'm mistaking that for something else. I get. I think. Oh, these but, clo- now. But to answer what? the question, no, I, I don't think it would have made for a better reveal, reveal. To be honest, I think it worked out fine the way it was. Okay, the Clone Saga expert can finally talk now. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, the Carrion virus was used as, as the central plot point for maximum clonage. Um, uh, Carrion does appear in the original Clone Saga trade. With the issues, man. That's also respect, man. That's also he um, he uh, in the last Clone Saga trade, uh, Ben Riley Clone Saga Epic Book Six. The very last story is actually Dead Man's Hand, which was the appearance of the third Carrion. Mm. Carrion. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, you know, that there's so much yeah. less title potential for Carrion, yeah. my wayward son. I think that's actually the name of the one of the stories of Carrion, is it? Yeah, I think What's that. Uh, uh, that I retract that, and I'm you're right, and I'm an asshole for saying it. All right, uh, I'll look that up. Second question to Jr. and George: With the original plan for Goblins at the Gate to have Phil Urick be revealed as Norman's Green Goblin and Roger Stern mentioning in back issue number thirty-five. Villain special that the original plan was to have Norman in costume do battle with Kingsley before the edict from Bob Harris that no one could use Norman as the Goblin because of the Gathering of the Five and the final chapter coming up. How do you both envision the story panning out if these two elements were allowed? It definitely would have been a more satisfying story. I mean, because that's why you know that's what you wanted to see. You wanted to see the Green Goblin, the original Green Goblin, fight the original Hobgoblin, Uh, and we didn't get that. And uh, and then you know. We you know, and uh, it certainly would have spared us the disintegrating clone goblin that Burn Mackey forced on us uh, a couple of years later. So, have we ever had Norman in suit and uh, Mackendale? I mean, not Mackendale, uh, Kingsley in suit. No, no, nope, never, nope. There you go. You know, um, if uh, if if that's the way that it would have gone, uh, it would have then uh, uh, Phil. As a villain would have been a lot better written than uh, than what he got later. Yeah, uh, and he also says thanks to everyone for providing a great podcast every month, Tim. Thank you, Tim. That's very nice, uh, Mr. Starkiller. Thirty six, uh, five posts. Another new poster. That's awesome. Uh, number one. Do you think that volume four will be Dan Slott's final volume of Amazing Spider-Man? God, I hope so. <laughs> we're, we're not that lucky, dude. Well, Christmas only comes once a year. Yeah, and it came and it went. Well, I'll, I'll I'll predict it. I'll predict it. I do think it's his last. You are high. Well, wait, but he wa- but he also wants to get to that point where he wants to break the record of having to be the writer to write the most Spider-Man issues. From what I, I don't think they would do another new issue number one with Slot again. Oh yeah. Oh, probably not. Oh, no. Thing. Yeah. No, no. I don't think they would. I unless know. both well, rockers. <clears throat> well, unless they're doing this whole, unless they, because of, remember though, um, Axel Alonso or Tom Review were saying about how their comics should be more like TV seasons, and so we're going to be this constant rebooting of the to back to number ones again. Yeah, <laughs> volume four is not going to last like that long. We'll, oh, by fuck. this time next year, we'll already be in probably volume, or, or they will have already announced volume five, and it, I guarantee, <laughs> goddamn, it'll be Dan's lot. We're, we're, we're not done with this by any stretch of imagination. Oh, no. This is going no. to be a, a long, continuous pain still. Because remember, because okay. all that notebook stuff, right? Right. This I isn't even like an injury. It's like a sustained chronic condition now. 
<clears throat> like this is you know like this isn't just like oh I I I pinched a, a nerve or something. This is like degenerative disease. Right now, the Amazing Spider-Man is the equivalent of Detroit. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got numbers in front of me. Oh Jesus! Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume Three, Number Eighteen, mm-hmm. which was the last issue. Yeah. Uh, sold eighty-eight thousand copies to the direct market. Yes. Uh, Amazing Renew Your Vow, that's number five, uh, which was the last issue of that miniseries, sold 94,000. Mm-hmm. Volume four, number one, sold 245,000 with all of its variants. Issue two sold 111,000. Mm-hmm. That was a 54% drop. Mm-hmm. Issue three of Amazing Volume four is selling at 93,000. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's it's back to its normal levels of volume three. How, how many oh, no. how many variants did they have for uh, for number one? Wasn't it ridiculous? Wasn't it like thirty or something like that? Wasn't it? It was something like five large? or six or something. Yeah, it was quite a few. No, what was the yeah. one that had like? Because there was one issue literally that had like dozens of variants. What was it? That was the volume three number. Yeah, one. I was about to say that. Was yeah, there was three. that. Is that one. what it was? Is that what? Yep. It, now, I've, it got, was? I've got numbers of volume three number one. Okay, That's all, the, so all this crap five, just runs together now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Volume three, number one, sold five hundred and thirty-two thousand copies. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Volume four, number one, sold two hundred forty-five. Oh. So there's return. a downward trend. This is the evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a downward trend that the next one would sell less than two hundred forty-five thousand if you reboot the right. With the well, uh, yeah. Dan Slot, and it's also this is a this is actually a descendemic of a Marvel's all new all different relaunch thing because the books are right now when they're getting down to now issues number two, three, four, and all that stuff, they're now selling at or below the levels they were selling at prior to Secret Wars. So the all new all all different thing is a bust. Pretty well, much, yeah. a, I'm not going to say it's a bust or a push. Think. I'm saying that it, it's a correction of the market. It's diminishing mm-hmm. returns. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Diminishing returns. Well, I, I, at a certain point, Marvel either needs to just do away with the issue numbers, and just do January, February, and, and um, maybe have a volume thing on the side. You know, like a like a they, newspaper. They won't or, do that because number one will sell better than January. Yeah, every, I think it'll be more like what I said, where every just every goddamn issue is going to be a number one now. And I, I, here's the thing: you think I'm kidding when I say that, but I, there's part of me that thinks that 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 could actually happen. And you're saying How? you're all like you're on crack, George. Um, no, because like if they win and they just like like let's say like you got an issue of Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man at the top title. Story title underneath it, number one, and then every mm-hmm. goddamn thing will be at a number one. So basically, uh, you it'll, can do any series. It'll it'll be a number one, but it won't have like I don't think it'll have like a number one like on each issue. Like in the edition, it'll say Spider Man title of the story number one. Next issue, Spider Man title of that story number one. You know what I mean? So basically, like oh. trade paperbacks, and they just segment <laughs> it over time, essentially. Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, or chapters. Uh, I don't know. It's going to suck either way, dude. I mean, we, we, we're, we're into the – and Jr. and I have talked about this a lot, about how print is dying. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're squeezing blood from a stone, man. That's all that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to maximize as much money as they can from a shrinking market. Well, I mean, and, and think about the mom pa direct market retailers. Mm-hmm. They, they have to diversify. Mm-hmm. 
they can't depend on their comic business. Well, comic comic shops have been diversifying now for over thirty years. That's nothing new. Uh, that, well, that's true. The, I mean, the trend now is to do gaming. Well, that's yeah. been, like here in Texas, that's been the trend since I was a kid. Like I'm not yeah. into role playing stuff. I've never been into that, but. Uh, Every, all I, I don't want to know what you're in the role playing there with George. It's not. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a kid, dude, I used to play like D and D and crap like that. And right. I, mm-hmm. And the, hell, I played the Marvel game for years. Marvel had a, a TSR put out a, a kick ass, a really oh, yeah. fun, yeah, um, Marvel role playing game. Um, and I played yeah. it back in the day, and that huh. that knocked your socks off. That was a lot of fun. My old comic shop actually was in, became. Uh, comic shop, uh, card store, and then um, in the back they would sell you guns. Because <laughs> <laughs> Texas. Yeah. Texas. That, that's awesome. There's guns, nothing guns, more Texas than what? that. That's Comics, awesome. guns, and uh, card games. That should be the name of the store. Comics, guns, <laughs> the, the, name card. Of the name of the store is actually Big, App- Big Apple Comics. Big Apple Comics. Not to be confused with Golden Apple. Yep. Or whatever the New York one is. Or Gold. Uh, let's see... His second question for Mr. Starkiller is, do you think uh, that Marvel is trying to make Miles Morales the main Spider-Man by making Peter Parker less and less likable? I don't think I it's like that would require Dan Slott to be self-aware yeah, about how yeah, it's, 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 not, yeah, it's not yeah. I don't think he realizes he's writing such an unlikable Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. I think that's correct. He's a nice guy, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not an intentional thing, because I mean... They're, right now, they just kind of want to capitalize on Spider-Man as much as possible. That's why you got so many of them now, um, you know. But well, yeah. morale. The whole My, bringing Miles Secret Morales, Wars, yeah. Miles Morales, bringing him in is is. <sighs> I, I get why they were doing it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, putting well, him it's, just it's been basic, maybe they have to do it. It yeah. must be done because Bendis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, been, the, that's really the only I, reason. I, I'm dead serious. It must be done with yeah. Bendis. Uh, does Bendis have like a portfolio of, of various Marvel executives that he keeps in? I don't know, but I mean, I love I love the Miles character, but I I don't want my Spider-Man to be diminished. And I I, I kind of like them separate. I don't like him taking up New York and Spider-Man often in uh, China or whatever. I just don't. It's not my Spider-Man. No, it's not. It's not at all. Uh, let's see. We got JVL1030. Uh, hey, everyone. Keep up the good work on the podcast. My first question is pretty basic and one that I'm sure you've answered before. But given the state of the title now, I find it relevant to ask anyway. Who would you want to replace Dan Slott as the writer of Amazing Spider-Man? My, Let me throw a rock out my window right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anybody, I mean... I don't know. I've I would have said Peter David, but you know that probably won't yeah. happen. This we're not, we're not, God loves, doesn't love us that much, Jr. <laughs> For some reason, and this is—I know this probably will never happen—but I would be curious to see what a, an Amazing Spider-Man written by Scott Snyder would be like. Sure, um, I—I'll throw a name out there we haven't talked about in a long time. What's that? Chris Yost. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. Isn't that the—that's the guy that did. Uh, Oh no! Did he do New yeah, Warriors? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Hell no. Hell, not just no, but hell no. Well, okay. Well, his his cane was good yeah. up until the um, end. That well, New Warriors was a goddamn train wreck. No, no. I I just I actually just reviewed or uh, we just recorded an episode for uh, rec- that reviews all of the New Warriors and Scarlet Spider, both modern and nineties, um, for CSC. 
The one issue of of New Warriors I actually liked was uh, the one the with... One. Think about what you just said, Z. The one, <laughs> the one, the one issue I liked, too. And now you want that guy issue. to take over ASM. <clears throat> well, okay, but, but I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed his superior team up. I enjoyed the majority of his Scarlet Spider run. I got a name. I got a name. He's got a new issue number one coming out. Greg Weisman. No. Greg Weisman is doing uh, Night Mask and Star... Star. It's already out. It's already out, Star, yeah. Yeah, it's already out. Star Brand. I couldn't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let Weisman give it crack. Uh, I have Peter David come back. I have, an, the, I have another I, suggestion, but then Michael Bailey would totally, you know, hate my guts forever if I mentioned it. Roger Stern? No. Um, Bailey like Max Stern. Landis? <laughs> Who's Max Landis? I've never heard John of him. John Landis' kid. John Landis' kid, guy who wrote Chronicle. He's currently writing uh, Superman, American Alien. Um, yeah. Although he's kind of a little... And he's also... He actually writes some pretty... He actually does some pretty entertaining, like... Uh, videos about like the death and return of Superman, and also about uh, the career of Triple H. He looks but, like uh, he looks like uh, Alan Cummings' evil twin. Yeah, um, uh, but Charles Soule does a good job uh, yeah. when he wrote Spider-Man and Inhumans. Mm-hmm. That was good. He got the quippage down. Uh, uh, yeah, was, Charles Soule's She-Hulk was really good. Yeah, so there was a guy that wrote the spe- the Amazing Spider-Man specials that I liked too. Yeah. Um, I forget his name at the off the. And, and re- who wrote that? Uh, remember that one time on on satellites we were covering superior. Was it superior team up when uh, you had uh, you had uh, you had Spock and you had uh, Punisher and maybe uh, I think say, that might have Gage, wasn't it? No, that was Gage. I don't think that yeah. was Gage. That was Yost. Because that, oh, that was, was actually Yost. not bad. Oh, okay. Hey, how how about Nick Spencer who did uh, Superior? Photos? Yeah, I take Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Spencer would be good. There you go. He's good for it. Well, wait a minute. Didn't he write? So, what did he write most recently, though? Uh, Captain America. Uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, right now. But yeah, and and Ant Man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I will I will point this out. I will point this out about Yost. Yost is very hot and cold. Yep. When he's on, he's on. When he's not, it's like, ugh, it's New Warriors. And if, he, if, if he's not consistent, then he doesn't need to be on the flagship title. Sorry. But, I'll also but take I w- a 616 uh, Bendis. No, but I, no. I would kill to see Chris Yost write the Avengers. Bendis's Iron Man is damn good. What about Sean McKeever? Because um, he did yes. that. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, what about him? Yeah, he that because the because the Spider Man loves Mary Jane series, for example. So he knows how to write the character, and he knows how to get that um, kind of that those elements there too. So, McKeever I mean, or even a fraction. Yeah, I a fraction like would Rob- be ba- fraction's hot and cold for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I even wouldn't mind that, seeing Robert Kirkman do a do an ASM run. Yeah, but he did a great. He did he did good Spider Man on uh, Marvel team up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. Kirkman's, I mean, he's got the walking, he doesn't need to do it because he's got the walking dead and everything else. And yeah, also Kirkman's got invisible. the world swinging by his nuts right now. He doesn't. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's a great Sinatra song. I've got the world swinging, swinging by, by my nuts. nuts. <laughs> That's actually a line from Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. Right. Sitting on a zombie. <laughs> Sitting on my zo- zombie, going. My down second question, to JVL says, uh, is related to another product Disney owns, but I hope you will consider answering because I'm curious to hear your thoughts. For those who have seen it, what did you think of Star Wars: The Fork, Force, The Fork, The Fork Awakens? <laughs> yeah, you need a midnight snack there, Jomo. <laughs> Fork you. <laughs> All right, I, 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 let me go first. Let me go first. 
Let me, let me go first because unfortunately. What's your grade? Here, we'll give Star Wars a grade. What's your oh, grade? Uh, my my grade is incomplete. Mm. Okay. Because George. Because. Oh, uh, George has seen okay, it. Give the give the grades first. Four. George has seen it four times now. Uh, that would be an A, probably out of you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's okay. not perfect. It's flawed. It has. It yeah. Has, mm-hmm. But that's because they, they they chopped it down from like two hours and forty minutes to two, so that they could try to so that they could show it more times. Yeah. I, I keep thinking we're going to get an extended edition when mm. it comes out. I, I'd probably give it. I'd probably give it maybe like a maybe a B, uh, close to maybe an A minus B, B plus. It's kind of like almost kind of rated on the, almost the same level as Return of the Jedi in terms of fun and enthusiasm. But I yeah, there are some quibbles that I've got with it too. But I mean, Ash, it's a fun Ashley, movie. What's your grade? Yeah, definitely an A. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked it a lot. I again, you know, there were flaws with it, and I think it'll be. It's difficult to judge it at this point since a lot of the flaws I feel could be fixed in mm-hmm. the you know in the in the rest of the trilogy, but it's just too early at this point to say mm-hmm. you know are, is it are they flaws that are there to stay or you know are they there intentionally to be redeemed you know in the future movies. Yeah. JR, what would you give Star Wars? Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I, I liked it when I saw it back in 1977. I just didn't, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just okay. didn't expect I to see gonna, it again in 2015. Okay, I now, somebody was going to bring that up. A- I, Abrams just addressed this, and I, and I see his point. J- Abrams said that, you know, he understands and, and can even see the criticism of, of, well, this was, you know, basically a rehash of, of Episode 4. Mm-hmm. But what... The, the in-between-the-line stuff that you get from Abrams, which Abrams doesn't say because he's a professional, but the in-between-the-line stuff you get is we needed to make this feel as much as Star Wars as we could, so this is why we did that because yep. of how jacked the sequels were and how and, yep. and where that left us. Yeah. I think so, actually Spencer and I, uh, Sp- my Spencer and I were actually having that very same discussion that that was mm-hmm. to to let the audience know that it it was going to. It wasn't going to be the prequels, but but still, I felt kind of ripped off a little bit. You know, we got the hero exiled on the desert right. planet. We got the giant ball of death. We got the, you know, spoiler. We got you know the we got one one of our heroes meeting his death at the end of a mm-hmm. of a lightsaber. Yeah. You know, and well, I yeah. with all those. What was your grade, Jr.? Ah, uh, B minus maybe. With with mm-hmm. all those similarities, though, okay. Um, with all those similarities, it, 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 of course, remember, I'm, I'm going off of what Abrams had said. But even with, with all those similarities, I mean, I, I was getting the hints of like, you know, we're doing this on purpose. Remember the first line in there is Max von Sydow saying this will begin to, you know, we're, to make everything right. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I took that as a meta line saying we're not going to F this up like the last three. Right. Um, but also, I mean, like, uh, there was uh, moments like, you know, like, the Death Star is not even a space station. It's a, it's a whole goddamn planet now. And I, I kind of took that as like, yes, we understand. We're going back to that well one more time. We swear to God this is the last time. Except for the next movie, which deals with the first Death Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Though I'm actually excited about Rogue One. Well, yeah, I mean, but, I mean... And and to his credit, the film's credit and stuff, I think the characters in this, the new characters, are actually much more likable by far than what we, I mean, well, in I, terms of like, the, compared to the prequels, anyway. But For, um, oh. for yeah. me, they, they become friends way too fast. Mm, yeah. Way, okay. way yeah. too fast. If you think about, 
mm-hmm. ep- uh, episode four, you think about the first Star Wars, they didn't even like each other until like oh, when no, they started no. that film. Right. They were all, yeah. all arguing, and they, I mean, yeah. But I mean, hell, I mean, Ray and Finn are hugging on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like within like I don't know like probably twenty minutes of meeting one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing oh, with Poe and Finn. You know, Poe and Finn. Oh, I mean, I mean, in terms of actually who they are, in terms of like, for instance, I like the concept of Finn being a stormtrooper and having to defect, and also, I mean, there's that, there's that, that kind of kind of stuff. In other words, also the character of uh, Kylo Ren, um, I think he's actually he makes for an interesting villain, and because the fact that they're actually playing up the whole, oh yes, he is a Darth Vader, you know, wannabe. He's not. He's not. He's like a Columbine force um, kid. I know. That's my point. That's, yeah, that's my point. Is the fact that he's so worshiping. It, the whole point is that he worships Darth Vader so much that he's trying to be trying and trying to become so much like him. I, and he's clearly, you know, trying too hard and stuff. And that's what makes him kind of an interesting villain in my. I did opinion. not. I did not think that I would like him as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Adam Driver did a really, really good job. Of my, oh yeah. Him mm-hmm. Especially um, yeah. when he takes out his uh, lightsaber thing and starts wrecking up the wrecking up the consoles when yeah. he gets all this. and the stormtroopers walk out. But the, uh, <laughs> the, the whole my my most of my problems come down with Finn. He's a stormtrooper oh, really? who was taken from birth, right? He's okay, taken from yeah. birth and, and trained to be a stormtrooper. When did he become a wisecracking jackass? Yeah, during, during that training. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that at all. Suddenly oh, he's you... like suddenly he's pacifist. You know, and like he, he, you know, his friend, his his, you know, dying stormtrooper buddy wipes blood on his helmet, and he's like, "Oh my god, all this violence, all this violence!" And then he turns around and kills like three dozen fellow stormtroopers. Right. Yeah, I yeah. Know, I mean, there was that one bit where he takes the lightsaber and just he didn't, tries he to didn't work yeah. for me at all. I, yeah, I, I mean, I like the actor. I just mm. I didn't think he was written well. Oh, what about the? Uh, there's also what about Ray. I mean, what's I know there's a controversy the, about his, about her, about all that stuff, about her being too perfect or something. Let's, but. let's let Zach, Zach okay, point out to him because yeah. he's up on my screen. Real, real quick, because we need to yeah, keep moving. Okay, um, here's the thing. I, I gave it a, a grade of I. Unfortunately, um, don't be that guy. Don't be I, that guy. No, here's, here's why. I was watching the movie. I was enjoying myself. And then, unfortunately, I got a phone call from my... Harpy of an ex-wife, and uh, well, that's not Star Wars's fault. Yeah, so so I, I damn you, Abrams from <laughs> so, so basically I I couldn't. You have a bad I, connection I, to the movie. I couldn't even finish the movie because I had to go deal with the harpy. Oh, so I I haven't even seen the whole movie yet, unfortunately. Uh, so there's your incomplete. that's my incomplete. Herman Schultz from the King of the World location. Happy New Year, everybody. Ashley, aimed at you for this one. How much of Spider-Man's history have you had a chance to read or read about through other sources? I think we learned this on Trivia Night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. Don't be jealous. That's cold. Don't be hating. (laughs) That's how we Uh, win. he He says, the reason I ask is I'm curious how often... Hearing about certain events of Spider-Man's past still surprises you or sounds completely out there. Like, example, I was listening to a previous podcast earlier where uh, talk began about Aunt May's original death, and then the retcon that it was actually real to be a genetically altered actress who really died, or Baby May being taken away from Norman Osborn years ago. Now it was teased they'd find May only uh, to turn out to be Aunt May's, who's been a blah, 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 blah. Anyway. <laughs> lots of talking, lots of talking. Exactly. Keep it brief. That was not brief, but go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> oh, I haven't had much of a chance to catch up on like some of the back issues of Spider-Man, just because I guess where I am in my personal life, I'm just I'm 
job hunting, I'm prioritizing that, and I'm not letting myself get caught up on, like, there's so much stuff that I want to go and devote a lot of time to, but I'm not letting myself because I know it'll take a lot of time. So I've got a lot of stuff that's on the back burner, and Spider-Man's kind of one of those things, unfortunately. As far as, ow, has there been anything that kind of, you know, raises my eyebrows? Um, nothing as of yet. As my, I have a pretty high tolerance for some, you know, the standard comic book goofiness. I'd say the one thing, though, that has always kind of made me... I, I, that I just can never really get past is the whole Sins of the Past arc. With <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody can get, get past that. <laughs> I'm just, it's just, oh, no, we're it still feels upset so spiteful and so gross and just, oh, this I remember, I remember the internet reaction to Sins Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had to ban discussion of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. George, do you remember when, yeah. do you remember on the Alvaro board when they had to like ban the discussion yeah. of since past? Oh, I I remember the Alvaro board uh banning discussion <laughs> on uh, on lots of different things and now no one like goes the mar- there. Wasn't the marriage band uh, the deal with the devil one band? One more day, yeah. They they, yeah, they well, started yeah. to crack down on talking about one more day and then suddenly, you know, over over course course over a little time, people just stopped going. I used to go there all I the too. time. I did too. Mm-hmm. I used to go there all Everybody the time. Everybody used to go there, including creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, God they got, them, but they got they, a little overzealous over there. So. They yeah. haven't updated that board in 20 years. <laughs> it seems like that it, yeah. looks like the same board and the same banner at the top for <laughs> since 1997. Hey, hey Brad, it you, used to be a thriving community. That's the thing. I mean, oh yeah, man, I used it, to love it, the board. It just, I think it, yeah, it just kind of dwindled, you know, big time. But I think this. everybody I just went before. to CBR because they're like, hey, they'll let us be assholes over here. <laughs> so everybody just went to CBR. Okay, JR. Woo, this is like a paragraph. Well, I'll uh, tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. Very pleased. All yes, right. Please. Basically, uh, Herman is uh, wanting to know what, would I, what I would think if this whole Parker Industries thing and Peter being the head of his own corporation is somehow Norman's behind this uh, manipulating Peter so that Peter will become his heir uh, <laughs> or if whether wow. or not, you know, and, and of course my first reaction was, well, you know, the late Kevin Cushing kind of had a similar idea. Idea. Um, the late although, Kevin Cushing. <laughs> although he, uh, he actually killed Norman off to do it, but he had Norman leaving <laughs> Oscorp to, to Peter. And st- uh, so, mm-hmm. um, but no, no, no. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't want to see that happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the, another question is, you know, about maybe it's interesting that Peter is, you know, in the same position that you know finds himself in the same position that Norman was in, and you know, running a company and stuff. And and I, you know, slot won't make Peter near self-aware, you no. know, enough to no. realize that to say, no. holy cow, you know, I'm, no. you know, I'm becoming, you know, something that I I've loathed for. 20 years. Uh, so, anyway, those are... Um, He's too busy auto and singing right. the latest, uh, you know, Miley Cyrus tunes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie, 32, or 34, 29, Hike, uh, from Australia. Good day, guys. You, you, need to, you need to hear next month's Fight Club, dude. <laughs> Tell him, Brad. He does. February's Fight Club. If you're from Australia, you need to tune in. You're going to be hopping with excitement with the Fight Club of February. You shouldn't miss Fight Club anyway. (laughs) No, that's true. But but definitely definitely make sure you listen next month. Does it involve the 1970s? You know what? You know what? Let's just stop talking about it and get to this dude's question because we're going to ruin Mm -hmm. it. Oh, we don't want to ruin it. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All right, good eye, guys. Uh, hypothetical question. If Slot was moved off of Amazing, uh-huh. but had to stay under contract in the Spidey office, what other Spidey title would you give him to keep him happy off in the corner without disturbing the current main runs? I'd give him Spidey. Let's give him the point one crap. I was going to say Ren and Stippy, but oh, wait. No, that's right. <laughs> give, give, give him a Untold Tales of Spider-Man and go. Well, wait a minute. No. Okay, make, make no. him, have him do Human Torch miniseries. Well, wait, wait. What like if that. you put him on Silk? No. No. <laughs> so I'm starting to like that. Don't take yeah, that away silk from me. Is good. Or... And that, then he would be riding Black Cat. Hell no. <laughs> or we just I give him the point one. Hell. Because no one reads that crap anyway. Mm, girl, no. I knew if you I put him on point one issues, it minimizes the damage he can do. Because right now, the damage he's doing is substantial. Well, ideally, he wants to write a Marvel team-up book. He, he can't even write a full Christ, 24 yeah. issues of Spider-Man. He has to have people fill in for his scripts, and then they have to do the point one crap so he doesn't get behind. Well, I mean, those fights on the Internet aren't going to start themselves, dude. Uh, yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> All right. But, but right now, I mean, on ASM, he's not even a bull in a china shop. He's like a bull in a china shop with, like, a low-yield tactical nuke strapped to his back. It's a true story. <laughs> And and amazing isn't even coming out twice a month, is it? No, it's 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 coming out it's once a month with the point ones. ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's not working. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there a Spider-Man character or version of a character you wish and had an action figure but doesn't? I want a proper business suit Marvel Legends figure of Norman Osborn. I want uh, that'd, a that'd be... containment suit Kane. <laughs> if we made like a little the, the ori- figure of the original. 90s cane. What'd you say, Ashley? I have to make like a little vinyl figure of Silk, like done, like drawn as she is in the Silk, like the actual her actual run. I would actually want that because I just love the way that everyone. I I want a Gwen Stacy with a broken neck. Could that's Silk pretty dang dark. <laughs> that's dark. Number one, you're yeah. yeah. <laughs> it come complete with sound effect. Just when you like when you squeeze the legs, the head goes you're back. A, crack. You're, you're a goddamn monster. Uh, just take one of your daughter's Barbie dolls and snap the head. There you go. You got there you go. That's true. That's How true. about a hypno hustler that actually yeah. plays two, actually plays disco tunes? Let's, oh, a hypno hustler, <laughs> MP3 player. No, no, no. Exactly. Oh, yes. oh, oh, mind blown. You know what I yeah, want? There you go. You know what I want? I want? I want a kingpin action figure. Oh, I, I do want a. I, I want a new kingpin, and I also would like an overdrive so I can complete. The the, the um, superior foes. Oh. Superior foes. I, yeah. I want to complete. Overdrives are brand new day villain. What? what, what but why? but he, he's why? part of the super, he's part of the superior foes, and I want the complete set. They gave they they're giving me they're giving me Silvermane on a toy car. You're giving that that's genius. I I want legends to be less than twenty dollars. <sighs> I agree with that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Try being the reviewer of the Legends line, Douglas. Yeah, you're gonna gonna be broke. Um, how about a Carly Cooper action no. figure with tattoo action? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are not the enough middle, middle fingers. Right Sharpies now. are for. Here's a question, George. If the Marvel Legends had uh, a build a figure of Stegron and you had to buy a leg, but it was it packed inside of a Carly Cooper figure, <laughs> would, would Stegron not have a leg? <laughs> I already have a Stegron action figure, so why would I buy a second one? 
All right. You and your hypotheticals. I don't want to do this. I'm sorry I've defeated you with logic. My bad. <laughs> well, uh, and, really and, not that hard. And, and, <laughs> I got the camera. And Douglas, there's a uh, there's a uh, um, Marvel Legends collecting group on Facebook. They're all broken and dead. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, sometimes they'll sell. They'll just sell the build of figure pieces because they want the actual figures, but not the build of figure parts. You know, a figure. I don't even like the three inch line. Yep. No uh, one. Uh, no one likes the three inch line. Right? <laughs> <laughs> By the Mary Jane it's so, because it's it came, so unfulfilling. It came with Ms. Lion. I wanted to get Ms. Lion, but I yeah. Well, there was uh, the, the one that I would like to see that hasn't been done in the uh, six inch. Um, Legends line is uh, Spider-Man Noir. Oh yeah, are you sure? I thought they made that. No, not not in the six inch. They've done it in the three inch. <laughs> how about Uncle Ben? We don't have an Uncle Ben. Hey, how about Ben? <laughs> how about a Jessica Drew like a, like a Spider Girl uh, figure that sprays the pheromones, or that's pregnant? There no, you go. Yeah, we've, yeah, had, yeah. we've never had a pregnant action with, figure. Well, with, yeah. with with pregnancy attachment. Uh, Ew. It it comes with a uh, pregnancy test that says positive. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of pregnancies, uh, all right, uh, we've got Mr. Metz. Uh, opinions seem to be re- re- divided on Maximum Carnage, the comic book. I've seen it on lists of the worst Spider-Man stories and lists of the best. Who the f puts it on a list of the best? No, he explained that. Well, he, he provided a link. Let's see who put it on the best. Oh, Marvel.com. <laughs> <laughs> really? Marvel.com says that... That answers uh, that, Matt. Oh, man. Where where did they put... Remember, it's that hundredth, It's the 100th best Marvel stories of all time, and they put it at number 27. What? That was one of the news stories that we did. That, yeah, this was the same... Oh, yeah, that's right. Twenty. It's the 27th best Marvel story of all time, Maximum Carnage, according to Marvel.com. Yeah, according to and people who... <laughs> The hell! <laughs> oh my god! So, what do you guys think of Maximum Carnage? It's it's still better than Volume Four. Well, that's for damn sure. Jesus. It encapsulates the early 1990s comic books and all of its good and bad. It it has yeah. everything that was wrong with the 90s in it. Yeah, yeah. Every much. goddamn thing that was wrong about the 90s Stretch, was inside. I, think I actually out. remember reading a piece of it. That's the one where where Carnage like goes on this rampage and everything, right? And and Spider-Man and Venom team up and every... To, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think I remember yeah. reading part of that where there's a little subplot with MJ trying to quit smoking. Smoking, but yep. yeah. There's she went that. back. But yeah, and I'm just looking there, at it like, really? There, there's there, there, drama? And oh, how there's many the whole bit, was it? 19? It's, yeah, and there's that whole bit with the parents who, spoilers, they're not his parents. Um, oh, God, <laughs> oh you, you remember remember how this, the, the MJ smoking plot uh, was resolved? Does anybody remember? Yeah, we forget yeah, Katzenberg. With, uh, Katzenberg. Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick Katzenberg gets cancer, and she he takes her to, to Nick's freaking hospital room, and Nick Katzenberg, who used to be like, you know, seven times the size he was. Is um, that like emaciated and all? Yeah. Because yeah. of all the chemo treatment. someday soon. Well, and the, yeah, but the other thing is, too, Especially is I think... I think a lot of people remember it is partly because I think because that was one of the first, if I correct me if I'm wrong, that was one of the early uh, Spider-Man comic series that was made that Nintendo made into a video game out of. Yeah, the video yeah. game is yeah. better than the series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the commercial is <laughs> better than the series. Yeah, Spider Spider Yoda. What do you think of Maximum Carnage? Oh, I don't call it Maximum Garbage for nothing. Mm-hmm. Is it better than Volume Four? No. 
really. Maxim- no, 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 no. Maximum garbage is is in a class by itself. I mean, that is that was a. <laughs> Jr. loved Jr. loved how it ended with a with like a love gun, with like a, with like iron. Yeah, the, the good the good beam that they shot on everybody and <laughs> filled them with good feelings. No, I, no, it, it, no that that was a cynical. I mean. Whatever we think of how whether you know Slop's competence on on you know you know I mean he actually I believe he actually thinks he's writing something good I mean he's not you know Maximum Garbage was just pandering just absolute pandering mm-hmm. you know, for the dollar yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah, yeah. Well, there, there, was, there was no attempt to tell a story there remember that was the same story that they felt like they they didn't need not one not two not three not four but the fifth Spider-Man title. Yeah, yeah. The Spider-Man fact, Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, the Marvel. In fact, if you read the uh, uh, the uh, Life of Riley website, even the Marvel creators hated that series. Created Maximum yeah. Carnage. You know, um, Ashley. Uh, if you ever get the chance to read that, Black Hat actually comes out the best out of probably all the characters in there. I think that's why I actually went and read it because it was one yeah. of those that had Black yeah. Hat. Now, Zach, you were going to say something. Um, I will say this. <laughs> I I've been doing CSC for a long time. And we've done nearly all of the unlimited issues that are pertaining to the Clone Saga. They're all bad. They have all gotten either um, the highest grade any any of them have gotten has been a C minus. Mm-hmm. Wasn't everything? That, wasn't that Spawn ripoff in it too? Nightwatch? What was it? Yeah, Nightwatch yes. was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a backup in the. Uh, I think <laughs> actually now Ashley. I like Nightwatch. <laughs> oh hell yeah, you did. I I, I bought. I have all nine issues of the Nightwatch series. Oh my god, um, Ashley! I, I think what the f is issues. wrong with you? It was the nineties. I will say uh, this, Ash, okay. Ashley, right quick, because uh, mm-hmm. you know she's going to eventually start getting into into Spider Man lore. Uh, a couple of issues of Unlimited I would recommend. One of those is issue three that had the origin of Doc Ock. Um, oh, it's a great issue. Um, I, I liked the Thunderstrike issue where he teamed up with Thunderstrike. And the Human Torch issue is actually pretty good, too. So, I take that back. There were 12 issues of Nightwatch. It ended in 1995. Mercifully. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah. that was ass. Yeah, that was a big, I big liked plate it. of ass. Matt's other question is, uh, this is mostly about blockbuster films in general, but it does tie into Spider-Man. Uh, Star Wars 7 just came out, and the director of Star Wars 9 is talking about what's going to happen in the finale of the new trilogy. When, the, when Avengers 2 comes out, viewers knew that Spider-Man and Black Panther would be making their debuts in Captain America Civil War the next year, and that the next two Avengers film would be the Infinity War two-parter. Is Disney revealing this kind of stuff too far in advance, and does it affect the expectations of seeing the film seeing a film to already know what's going to ha- happen in a follow-up years Judging by their box office returns, no. Nope. Not one nope. day. It, build, it builds excitement. It if anything, it, it, yeah. It's hype, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a hype man. It, yeah, there's constant. There's a, there's a constant hype machine. You get more revealed in, in, in like the, the little uh, Marvel ads that CBR runs and calls interviews. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. more blown out of that than you, than you do in what, the, with what Disney's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been actually, and if anything, they've actually, in terms of, uh, even though we know Spider-Man's in it, they've been playing it pretty close to the chest in terms of, like, I mean, yeah. we just we had a news podcast earlier where we're taking, oh, is this hoodie going to be what the costume looks like? And yeah. we, so they've been pretty careful in terms, and even that, um, even we're talking about, you know, in terms of some of the spoilers for some of the other, you know, with Star Wars and everything, they've been pretty 
good at keeping that some of that stuff under wraps too. So, yeah. um, I, and I anyway, can't get away from the goddamn hoodies. Yeah. Hey, uh, George, is it is it three X or two X for you? <laughs> you gonna buy it for him? There's no way. It's two X, jackass. Right? <laughs> yeah, Brad. I'm going to have. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, leave here, here because I have to go okay. early tomorrow. So all right, enjoyed all the other questions, and so yeah. I. Yeah, that's because Jesus will punish you if you don't show up at that meeting, right? That's exactly <laughs> right, Jr. He will. He will come don't, down. No one say, throws an ass whipping down like the Prince of Peace. Let me tell you that right. right. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, don't forget your cloak. I won't. <laughs> yes, right. See you, Mike. Hey, buddy. See you next time. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him a copy of my book, "How to Go from a Fundamental Baptist to an Atheist in Ten Easy Steps." Oh wow! Wow. Uh, Alistair, happy New Year, everybody! <laughs> Five posts. So a new poster. Uh, happy New Year, everybody! Uh, even though we're halfway through January, ready, ready to the hosts. I mean, the panelists and the hosts, very good, very good. While a lot of people want a writer change with Amazing Spider-Man, who do you think is the artist who most deserves a shot at the main title in a post-slot era who hasn't worked on the book? My personal pick is Andy Kubert with his work on Renew Your Vows. That'd be fine with me. Um, if he could keep a monthly schedule, which I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think he can. So you're I mean, he's good. To... I mean, yeah. I mean, I like. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I think he's right on that. I don't think. He can. I, I I would love to see Ryan Stegman tackle Spider-Man, not Superior, but actual Spider-Man. <sighs> I, I I don't have a name coming to me. I, I don't. And the other caveat with Stegman is him not inking his own work because too too often it was too sketchy. When he had somebody inking his own work, like the early Scarlet Spider work, it was fabulous. I'll take somebody we've never heard of that's really good. You know, I'd take I'd take Some, somebody new. I do you want to get? Re- do you want an escape from the old man pelvis? Yes, I do. I, I would like to see John Romita Jr. come back for another run. Me too. Although I, I love him, but his current stuff isn't what it used to be. I, I I'd like to see Romita come back, but with a <laughs> with a different writer. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, but even bad JRJR is. Better than ninety percent of the artwork. I would there. agree. I just don't, maybe it's because I'm seeing his work on Superman, but I just it doesn't work. Well, he, he's not a Superman artist, and plus his Avengers stuff, I didn't think it was that great. I keep forgetting DC is still, DC is still publishing. <laughs> they continue to be dead to me. To Jr. the Spider Yoda. After the turn of the millennium, it seems to me that most Spider-Man books are perceived to be either mediocre, arguably volume fo- four so far. Incredibly divisive, Superior Spider-Man, or just awful, OMD and Omit. Is there any Spider-Man comic that is generally considered to be good by a lot of fans after 2000? Oh yeah, I mean you know we, you know we uh, we get on these tangents and uh, where we go through period really dry periods where the title's awful, but there's been a lot of good stuff since 2000. I mean I, I think you can you know you can say that the one through twelve, the first Marvel Knights one through twelve that Millar mm-hmm. did. Yep. Uh, even though it had a lot of problems, I mean, but it was still a fun ride. I mean, it was uh, it in, uh, sensational uh, under Roberto Aguila. Sacasa was yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, Sacasa was no bullshit. He, he did yeah. some good stuff. Yep. He's doing Supergirl now. Yeah, yep. oh, the television show. Mm-hmm. Remember that uh, that Fraction Annual uh, right around the time of uh, yep. brand new, almost right before Brand New Day. Two. George and I just reviewed a uh, JMS uh, Kingpin fight that was epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that one of the one of the few high moments of the unmasking. Yeah, the 
the JMS stuff where he wasn't dealing with the spider totem was generally good, mm-hmm. with the exception of the Molten Man Volume Two. Yeah. Two words and uh, part of when Paul Jenkins started. Yeah, I mean he had yeah. a lot of. Uh, yeah, so yeah. there's there's been a lot of. I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of crap, but there's been some good stuff too. The uh, the, last- the the JMS issue where uh, that he did where uh, Mary Jane came back. Remember with Doctor Doom at the airport. Yeah, I, I, I kind of enjoyed that one. I'm sorry. The last, the last issue of uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man that was inspired by Zach yep. was good. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut someone off. I cut somebody off. I didn't mean to. The F and Spider-Man, if you will, yes. Friendly Neighborhood. That was great. Uh, so there's a lot of good books, but there's also a lot of crap. So it's balanced. There's more crap uh, than good. I would agree. There's after way more months. crap than good. I, I think the last consistently uh, good decade was the '80s for Spider-Man. The 90s was yeah. divisive with the Clone Saga. 2000s yeah. has been uh, hot and cold. Yeah. Nothing, uh, absolutely uh, nothing divisive uh, happened in the 80s. And, and, and if anybody right there is listening and says, well, wait a minute now. People said that the marriage was divisive. That's a straight-up goddamn lie. I lived through the 80s. I read comics in the 80s. The marriage was not divisive. No. JR, oh, yes. am I off my nut on that? You, you were there. Uh, not on no. that. No, you're not off your head. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. Or, I think know, a lot of or. I think a lot of us were glad to see it happen. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense was. for the two characters. Exactly, it made sense. And see, and this is the thing, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but you know, everyone, you know, Spider-Man's to me, his cachet is not that he's young, but his cachet is that he's ordinary. Things happen to him that happen to us. <laughs> You know, real people grow up and get married and have kids. And, you know, you can't do the youth bullshit because you've entered, Marvel's introduced a thousand young characters. That's no longer Spider Man's niche. So, like, why do you keep trying to go back to that, you know? For, for a character who, who, whose purpose is responsibility. Yeah. Whose theme is responsibility. There's no bigger responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Than, than suddenly having a family. But I mean, but but and that would make him unique as well. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. so. But it made it impossible for middle-aged men to live vicariously through him. And, and does, did, am I now unrelatable because I'm a divorcee at 28? No, I know a lot of divorced people. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're unrelatable because you're generally an unlikable person to begin with. Uh, <laughs> Jr's got a point. Damn, damn Jr. Yeah. He's going to shove that snowballs. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll cipher from uh, I've got a diarrhea. Wow. <laughs> he switched it from because you, Remember he used to be from somewhere else. Oh, oh, but I got you, it. You were always calling him out on it. Well, Cypher, you needed some taffy. Uh JR <laughs> stop that diarrhea. JR, has there ever been any interactions between Osborne and Wilson Fisk in the six one six? Yes, there has been. Um there was uh and there was a uh, one shot written by Mr. Mackey called Made Men. <laughs> Uh, I believe, um, and uh, it, it wasn't really a Spider-Man title. He was a Spider-Man was a peripheral character, but it was it was more this gang war bullshit that keeps coming up all the time. But anyway, Fisk and Osborn kind of met uh, on a pier, and uh, Fisk said, "Well, you know, Osborn, you you got the balls to fight me." And Osborn said, "Yes, yes, I do." Uh, but they really, you know. And then at the very end, they said, "You know what? Uh, why don't we just leave each other alone for a while?" Uh, but then Fisk didn't keep that part of the bargain because Fisk sent that Nitro would kill Osborne. So there's not been a lot of interaction, but there has been some. Uh, Ashley, uh, going forward with Spider-Man, should Marvel even bother to give Peter a love interest? No one seems to care about any girl of the moment Peter ends up with, since most people are only invested in Mary Jane or, to an extent, Gwen. 
Um, no. No, I really don't think so. I don't think they need to be introducing any new characters when I feel like they should really try and fix what they've done to, you know, the old cast. I think they need to make it... Uh, Anna Maria is the one that worked, and yeah. it was it was slow and it was natural. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, but Brad, and, she wasn't a love interest for Peter. She was a love interest for Otto. Yeah. Well, he wrote her better for Otto than he has for any Spider-Man love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just having all these people come in, have introduced the character as his girlfriend would just feel so awkward and forced. You feel like you wouldn't get any kind of fulfillment out of no. watching that relationship unfold if a character is introduced explicitly to be a romantic interest. Do, do we? Can, I can't even name the person he's having dumplings with, where his and ass is at me. Do the Chinese do we, girl? Yeah. Do we, as a panel here, think that Marvel? I, I, I'm, I say Marvel overall. I'm including the editors, not Slot, because Slot, Slot buys into his own bullshit more than anyone else. Um, <laughs> but do we think that Marvel learned a lesson with Carla Cooper? Hmm. Uh, I don't think so. No, that's difficult to say. That's yet to be determined, I think. Watch the next writer and see how he does with the new love interest, and then you'll know. If if they learned their lesson, they wouldn't they wouldn't have kept trying to get rid of Mary Jane. I mean, you know, know, since the nineties, they've been trying to get rid of her, and uh, they they don't they've they've not learned their lesson from that yet. So no, that's true. Okay, Hornacek from Canada. What's going on, Hornacek? He's our last question. Oh, no. no, I got two questions left. Oh. Uh, just one question. I tried all week to come up with something interesting. Uh, questions, but the current ASM volume is so difficult to enjoy. It's getting, it's eating away at my ability to come up with Spider-Man questions. But to JR, in the first post in this thread where Brad asked the listeners for questions, he listed the names of who were going to be on the podcast. Did you happen to notice that he listed you first, even before his own name, the host of the show? Just wanted to point that out that you get your opinion and get your opinion on how you've surpassed Brad in the cast list. Well, I, I think it you know just goes to show that uh, when you once you get to know me, you can't help but love me, and I think that's what we're seeing uh, here. It's you just know? a testament to the fact that Jr. is truly the Captain America of the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast, given that he wasn't an original founding father of the show, but he was brought in like episode four officially as full-time host. What am I, Tony Stark? Yeah, you're Tony Stark. For Zach's, Zach's, uh, uh, George is the Hulk. George is Hawkeye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've got. Um, I think Brad's the Hulk. Why am I the Hulk? Because because we're we're looking at the founding Avengers members. Um, Are you Tony Stark? I was thinking Kevin would be more Tony Stark. He's kind of a pansy liberal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh my god. I haven't figured oh, we're going to get hate mail on that one. I guess Ashley's obviously the wasp then. Well, actually Stella would be the wasp. Oh, that's true. Ashley uh, makes Ashley Black Widow. Or no, no Scarlet Ash- Witch. That, Scarlet Witch was the next female Avenger. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, ah, I can handle that. I'll be thrilled. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to figure out who I would be though. Hank Pan? You'd be yeah, Hank Pan. I'd be, I'd be Hank. Yeah, okay. i beat my wife. Oh, stop. Good Lord. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I'm out. Uh, Actually, anyway, she beat me. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, la- la- last question from Frontier. No location. 
Hope you're doing well in 2016. Uh, let's see. To Ashley, which tiger and bunny hero? Let's see. Spider-Man team up with. It's Barnaby, isn't it? it, it, it it's a superhero anime. I've, I've talked about it before on here. Okay. Um, oh, oh no. That's a good question. I, I got no idea what's going on. It wouldn't be Barnaby, because <laughs> their dynamic... Spider-Man's too much like Koltetsu, I think, and it'd be too similar. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, George knows what's up. Senpai, I, 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 I have three, so I have top three. Number one would be Spider-Man with Dragon Kid. She's the youngest in the, the hero hell? group. <laughs> and she's just got, like, a, a lot of beautiful determination. She's really passionate, but she's also, like, really serious, so I think they would play off each other really well. Um, number two would be Spider-Man and Origami Cyclone. Because he's, he's not the youngest, but he's the newest hero. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all have no idea what's going on. What the fuck is Origami Cyclone? <laughs> Is it like a paper mache that like, like spins? No, he's super shy. He likes not being in the spotlight at all. Whereas Spider Man's like, <laughs> oh, much more out in the open. So they they'd have an interesting style. And number three would just be Spider Man and Flame Emblem. Is, oh. What the hell is going on? I I don't know what we're talking about at all. <laughs> Flame Emblem. <laughs> he's like a raging, like he's always hitting on the other guys and. Or- Tornado like origami character kind of and so he's, he's a dragon queen? A drag queen. Oh, drag- I thought you said a dragon queen and I was like, is he? Is he a dragon queen? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Alright. Uh oh I'm sorry, go ahead. He's constantly hitting on Spider Man being funny. You've made Brad so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't know drag- he doesn't know anything that you're talking about, and now you've introduced yeah. an element of oh, and he'd be hitting on other dudes, and Brad is like, I'm out, dog, I'm out. Uh, like, right now, that's, Brad that's doesn't mine. know. His- that's my answer to your question. Okay. Brad doesn't know his elbow from his asshole right now. Wow, <laughs> right now, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much any day ending in wise. And the last question before we belittle the host uh, to <laughs> like- the whole group. What what is your ideal Sinister Six roster oh, oh, oh. in anime? Go! <laughs> All right, who wants it? I'll take. Oh, it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'll take it. Um, Stegron. Uh, well, first of all, it, it has to be it has to be Otto Octavius as the leader. Um, uh, I think it has to be Craven, Sandman. The original villainous, villainous version, Electro, Mysterio, and um, Stagron. No, I, I would go Stagron. Half man, half dinosaurs. <laughs> I would, <laughs> Swarm. I was going to go. I was going to cheat and go. Uh, go Hobgoblin. Gibbon. No, I love the Legion <laughs> of Losers, but but. So Gibbon needs to stay with the Legion. With the Kangaroo. <laughs> Which one? The original or the nineties version? Ah, uh, both. <laughs> George, who do you like for your lineup? Stegron, Swarm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Silvermane in a car. <laughs> uh, Stegron, Swarm. Um, ooh, Lightmaster. Jesus. Lightmaster. Will- um, how about Willow Wisp? Maybe, uh, ooh, maybe <laughs> White Rabbit. 
Lord. Well, you know, you got you got to have a a, a, a cute chick, chick in the mix, uh, yeah. and she's batshit crazy. So, um, she'd be fun in bed. Maybe uh maybe man killer Jr. Oh yes, <laughs> man killer. Maybe man killer. Um, how about that racist one from uh Web of Spider Man? There you go. And uh, and Hypno Hustler, yeah, he needs to be in there. Nice. Jr. Who do you like on your regular <laughs> system? Or your odd? Bless, Bless you. God Almighty. <laughs> do we need to call an exorcist? Do you, what do you think the of power. Norman on Ox Team? Oh, that, uh, they that, couldn't. They no, that, no, that, that never happened. It, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. I don't think Norman would work for Ox. I, I don't think either one of them could stand each other. I think the, the in fact that two parter in avenging Spider Man team up or whatever that was, was good. I didn't care for that. that. That just didn't ring true to me. I don't think those two could stand to be in the same room with each other. I like that that two parter. But go ahead. you like a lot of shit, don't you? I mean, <laughs> literally, he likes to... a lot of shit. <laughs> that's why I keep you and George on the show. I would try to find. You know, I, I like the original Sinister Six lineup, except I probably try to find somebody. I never liked Craven. Uh, Play too much I tell you, well, sure, why not? The original scene. <laughs> I don't know it's why. Two it's two o'clock like... in the morning, and uh, it's easy to agree with George at two o'clock in the morning. That's what the ladies say. That's how. Uh, he got... yeah. <laughs> That's what happened last time he had a lady. Not over. far off. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Venom on the Sinister no, Six no, during the no, burn. No, 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 stop! Stop! Go, go, go no? f yourself! No! Yeah. No! Yeah, we're ending the show like that. Right. Venom's too crazy. Yeah. Venom's too crazy. I you, mean, you take that right back to hell where you came from, Douglas. Douglas, one of the plot points was Venom took a bite out of Sandman, and Sandman became emotionally unstable. I mean, are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? Jr. nailed it, man. He's cray. Jr. was like Venom. Be Maybe cray. I just like the idea of Venom. yeah. He couldn't. Fu- he couldn't function in a team yeah. environment really. I mean, look at look at Maximum Carnage. We don't need to. We need to rest our case from there. That's Ashley, who, who do you like? Who's your, who's on Ashley Sinister Six? Black Cat. Oh, no. Or <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... No, no, you have to answer. You don't get to say, I don't know. You're a panelist. <laughs> I, said, I don't know about Black Cat being on Sinister Six. That's what I don't know about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, who's your Sinister Six? I always like Shocker on Sinister Six. I think Shocker! The Sinister I Six I'm most you. familiar with is the one from Spectacular Spider-Man, you know, the TV show. Yeah, Herman Schultz. Yeah, yeah. I went to it. the, the cow, cowboy sounding. Yeah, one, yeah. I, I always, and I, I like his spot on there. Um, I guess if I had to go with the classic, you know, it's Electro, Doc Ock, you know, that whole group. Craven and yeah, Craven was pretty good on that. I remember they did yeah. that. Um, he was in the second Sinister Six. I haven't. I don't think I've ever done read any of the comics that featured Sinister Six. I've always seen it just like in TV shows and um. And, uh, there's probably a handful of them. There's not that many, yeah. honestly. There's the Eric Larson one. There's the Ditko Annual. Mm-hmm. There's what well, that uh, Larson one was wheels off, man. Well, there's a couple Ar- Larson one. There's one, the Larson one in Amazing, and then there's the Larson the one where one they're like adjectives. where the space shuttle is involved. Something like that, and then there's the one where the Hulk's there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, material was is... in Sinister Six, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, one of the iterations. I feel like all my favorite villains just want to fit into it very well. Like Black Cat wouldn't, Hammerhead wouldn't, Kingpin wouldn't. 
You know, I've never, <clears throat> I've never understood Craven being on the Sinister Six. I feel like never. he's got better things to do. <laughs> well, it's it's just that he's uh, his, his thing with Spider Man is so much more personal, and it's always been one on one. You know, yeah. and it's always been I have to beat this guy to prove you know my worth and 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 to prove you know that I'm I'm the better I'm the better predator I'm the better fighter mm-hmm. I'm the better hunter. So why does he gang up? Why does he want to gang up with people? The ends justify the means to jump on him. Yeah, but that's the thing, so. though. I mean, he it, it, well, he's been doing that recently with his children. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, hell, I, again, I I kind of like I kind of like the recent Craven where he just wants to die. I, I just like that. Yeah, I'm, we haven't Craven in a while. I didn't. I, I didn't care too much. Everything, for the king. everything okay at home the, there, Jomo? No, no, I like the. I understand the Craven that just wants to die. No, I love that. Who are you, I, Jr.? I, <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. I was about to say Craven was married, wasn't he? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final thoughts, uh, Zach. Finally. It's good to be back. Um, I, I hate that I wasn't on last month and I couldn't be a part of some of those shows. It sounded like a lot of fun, so it's good, good to be here. I picked, I picked you I picked you out a, a clone hoodie on the gift exchange. I thought you were going to be on the gift exchange. I had a perfect clone oh, hoodie. Oh, did you, you. Uh, was it the Kane one? No, it was the Ben Riley. Oh, uh, really? God, uh, don't. You. Yeah. It was a it was a, a square pillow. Oh, wow. It was perfect. I w- I would right. cry. George, George, final thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's been fun to have the first night of uh, uh, adding the uh, the cam element in. That's been fascinating. Uh, I look. Unfortunately, for- I've had to see your face all night. I know, right? And I hey, like like we said in the last show, an upcoming crawl space will involve video. We'll put it up on YouTube. You can see all oh of us do this. Oh my god, Jr. is oh. so excited right now. Oh Jr. has costume changes evidently. JR was hilarious. JR was. It was he has multiple costumes in the cave. Mm. Oh, you're not going to see. You're not going to see the real me. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> Any final thoughts, JR? Well, you know, I, I I would like to say that I'm really looking forward to the next podcast because I always enjoy our get-togethers. But that means yeah. that we'd have to talk about Amazing Spider-Man, and I just no. JR, you have to understand that the podcast is therapy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the podcast it's has really become group therapy. We, we, and, and then, and then, I guess to see the uh, the absurdity of what Brad considers news. You know, I guess. Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Brad has been pushing the limit on terms of what is news and what is not oh. news for the last three years. Yes. And, and we are going to have to stage an intervention, but we'll do it at a later date. It's a Spider-Man. No, show. Uh, 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 having a okay. kid in the background jumping around. Saginaw, that, Michigan, Brad. <laughs> Hell yes! I, and you remember that damn news item, don't you? Because of JR's, JR's protest. Did that not bring quality entertainment no, to houses across the country? It was a lunatic rant. Because <laughs> I love your lunatic rants; they're the best. He was setting himself on fire, figuratively speaking. I love no. it. Well, he was self-immolating that night, Brad. You just didn't understand <laughs> it. I'm going to sick my lava lamp on you guys. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, final thoughts. <laughs> um, have, 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 <laughs> hey, Ashley, did you break Did you break Jack's arm? Because I see this picture of, you, of Jack, like, you know. You didn't see my response. It was, he broke his thumb fencing. How do you do that uh, fencing? He got I, hit the thumb. <laughs> you know, I forgot what J.R. said. The <laughs> Thanks for dumbing it down for him, Ashley. Somebody needed you. You know, when Jr. said that he's not looking forward to 
reviewing the next couple issues of Amazing. How sad is that? We're, I mean, if we didn't love Spider-Man, we wouldn't do right, we've this. We've been there for a while now. I know we have, but it's just sad that we're not looking forward to the next couple of Well, issues. you know, if it was one of those things where it was just so bad that we had fun talking about, but to me, it's just, it's just there. I mean, and I can't, I can't, you know, I mean, I, I can't think of different things to say about these issues. I mean, it's just, I, well, I, we can't even hate read these anymore. Yeah. It's just apathetic. It's apathetic. like watching a train wreck, but the train wreck doesn't ever end. It just keeps going. And, yeah. and so eventually right. you're just numb to it. You know, yeah. I mean, we're just terrorists. Yeah. My problems with like issue six were the same problems with issue five were the same problems with issue three. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just I have nothing new to say, nothing new to add. This and book needs new blood on it so bad. And, oh, no and to all the haters out there, look. Um, to all the haters. Yeah, because we have all we have a bunch of people that think that we're just, we just hate Spider-Man. We hate we hate Slot. We want to like the books. Oh, yeah. We l- we liked Renew Your Absolutely. Vows. That was the highest grades I've seen in a while. And, we, liked, and, we liked a lot of Superior. Uh, most mm-hmm. of Superior yes. we, we enjoyed. Exactly. Uh, this is universally panned. No, no, no. I, I will say this. We did point out some of the absurdities with Superior, but we had fun doing it. Yeah. Um, we're not having fun right now, and it, yeah. it, 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 it's very sad. I, it, it reminds me of the of the dreck of Brand New Day era, where we were mm-hmm. you know slogging through issues like 611. With Deadpool and Joe Kelly. And, oh God! Connect uh, Connecty and Spider-Man out in the wit, uh, blizzard. You hate it. I hate you it. Hate oh damn! F- you, know what? you know what's really sad, and I don't mean to cut you off, Zach. Except that I kind of did mean to cut you off. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking, buddy. <laughs> now, um, today at work, um, I was listening to the podcast we did remember when the uh, when the news broke that uh, that Spider-Man was going over to the MCU to the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. and we did that special you know emergency podcast kind of thing to cover it the, si- the signal was lit we were all so excited and upbeat talking yep. about that and it's weird I, I, I think you know because I listened to that today and I'm like my god we is it, I think that's the last time we've been excited about talking about something. And that news broke like what was it like last June or a year, probably a year ago. No, it was like has it been a year? Was it like a, like last fall? <clears throat> it was no, rumored. Like, it was it was rumored for months. Remember, like all. I think we're looking forward to the Captain America movie. I think there's the excitement mm-hmm. for Spider. It was George. I think it was rumored all of fall of of 2014, and then finally in like. Febu- early February of 2015 is when they finally brought the announcement down. All right, gang, I think that's a wrap. 